Greetings everyone, this is Suzanne of Suzanne's Ministry and today we will be speaking on how to receive and flow in the anointing. 1 Corinthians 15, 21-22 says, For as by a, a man came death, by a man also came the resurrection from the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. You have no choice to be born in the physical, but you do have the choice to be born spiritually, and this causes the God of heaven to become your Father. As you need lungs to breathe in the physical realm, you also need the Holy Spirit to breathe in the spiritual realm. In Hebrew, this is Ruah. This is mean breath of God. Breathing brings life into your body, and without breathing, you die. The Holy Spirit brings eternal life into your spirit, and without the Holy Spirit, you are spiritually dead. From the moment a child breathes, he will grow up into the natural realm of this world. Likewise, from the moment a person is born of the Holy Spirit, he or she can grow up into Christ in the supernatural heavenly realm. Now, as any person has within him or her natural gifts to develop and use in life, so too we are given supernatural gifts to grow into and to use in the spiritual realm. In the natural realm, we need training to develop our gifts, which may become our life work. So too with the supernatural. We need much time in the presence of God to daily to develop our spiritual gifts. When we do this, then we receive the, our anointing from God for the specific task he has prepared us for. Finding this anointing and calling from God is the essence of life and brings us to our complete fulfillment as we have found the very thing that God has created us for and to become. Let us go a little deeper and see what the scripture says. After Adam and Eve sinned, God spoke to the woman. That's Genesis 3.16. I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. It is amazing that the same chapter in the same verse 3.16 appears in John's Gospel to show the pain and suffering Jesus went through to enable us to be reborn into eternal life. It says, So God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. Genesis 3.16 shows us how, in choosing the knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve brought pain into the world. And John 3.16 shows us Jesus enduring pain on the cross to deliver us from the dominion of evil. In the dictionary, pain means bodily or mental suffering. And suffer means to be subjected to pain by choice or for a reason. Jesus suffered pain for us. Hebrews 2.9 But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honour, and that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. What does this mean for us? For to this you were called, 
because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow in his steps. That's 1 Peter 2.21. We are called to follow in Christ's footsteps. And 1 Peter 4.1-2 said, Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind. For he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, but he that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. We are called to think like Jesus, to die to our human passions. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. We are called to die to sin, to die to the old man, to die to the desires of the flesh, to our wants, to the world, in spirit, soul and body, and then take up our cross and follow him. Matthew ten thirty eight, And he who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. And Mark eight thirty four to 36 says, and he had called the people to himself with his disciples also and said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? In Luke fourteen, twenty six to 27 Jesus says that we should so love God that our love for mum and dad or brother and sister should not seem, should seem like hatred compared to the love of God, love that we have for God who gave it. This is a measure of comparative disregard, not an excuse to take break the fifth or ten commandments to honour your father and mother, etc. We love our parents and we obey our parents, but we love God even more. That is what it's saying. It says, If anyone come after me and does not hate his father, mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and his own life also, cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And he's talking that we've got to follow the Lord seriously and love him before all others. Then we will go where he wants us to go. I've had to leave my husband and daughter many times to go to Africa. I had to put God first. But God has blessed my husband and my daughter so greatly. John nineteen seventeen says, And he, bearing his cross, went out to a place called the Place of the Skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha. Jesus went all the way for us. Should we not then be prepared to go full out for him for the rest of our lives? If Jesus only went halfway for us, then salvation would not have been possible. But the result is that Jesus rose from the dead and this result is the same for us as well. Romans 
6, 8 to 11 says, Now if we die with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has his dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives for God. Likewise, you also reckon yourself dead to indeed to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. When we have taken the step to die of self, to die of the world, to die of everything we hold dear, to take up the cross and follow Christ, something wonderful happens. By putting God first, we no longer limit him. The Lord cannot work through the flesh that wants to do its own thing. He cannot work through people who put other things before him. He cannot work through a sinful nature. All these things limit him. God can only work through a person who has died to these things and, in, and is surrendered to him in willing, joyful obedience. This person will not limit God but be an open channel for God to work through in power. On this person, the anointing of God will dwell. But someone asked, if these are all free gifts from God, then how can you earn or deserve them? But consider Learjet. Would it be useless as a free gift to you you have to learn how to fly it, obeying the rules of physics, etc. It takes many lessons to learn to ride a jet. In the same way, our Bible is our instruction manual for the anointing which the Lord has given to us. And you have to put fuel into the fuel tank. Then you have to have faith for the jet to take off in the air. So with the anointing you have to put much prayer in. And as you take off in the Holy Spirit and fly in the anointing, yes, we are given the free gifts, but it takes faith and action to move in them. For God's power is only released as we walk in Him in obedience and faith, having first drenched the task in prayer. Then we will see the results, for the anointing of God is far more valuable than a Learjet. And what will the results be? One, we become an instrument of God to the nations. It says in Isaiah 45, 1-2, Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him, to loose the armor of kings, to open before the double doors, so that the gates will not be shut, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut in bars of iron. When we receive the anointing of God and obey him, God can do anything he wants through us. We will suddenly see success in all he tells us to do. And he will do more through us than we can ever think or imagine. I'm speaking to you not just from the Bible, but from my own experience. I was just a riding teacher for 35 years, yet when I died to self to follow Jesus wholeheartedly, doors began to open 
And the next thing I knew, I found myself becoming an international evangelist, writing books and going on TV, and people are wanting to hear me preach. Now let me tell you, I cannot preach, but I do hear God, so I simply speak what he gives me to say. It is his words that bring results. It's his words that people want to hear. Two, we will receive teaching from the Lord. 1 John 2.27 But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and is just as it has taught you. You will abide in him. Three, we will receive understanding. But you have an anointing from the Holy Spirit, and you know all things. Where the Lord teaches us, he also gives us understanding. He opens our minds to his knowledge and enables us to communicate his truths in a way people can understand easily. We do not need to come and get any teaching secondhand. We only need to come to Christ and let him show us. Four, the Lord will protect us from the enemy. Do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. That's Psalm 105.15. Five, we can step out in faith, trusting fully in Christ alone. 2 Corinthians 1, 21-22. Now he who establishes us is with you in Christ and has anointed us in God who has also sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. And six, the task becomes easy. Matthew eleven thirty, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is what God does for us. Do you want to move in this realm? Are you prepared to die to self in order that God may use us, use you? Let us pray. Dear Lord, I come to you. Search my heart. Forgive me where I have gone wrong. Highlight in me the areas where I must die to self. I choose to die to self that I may live in you and you may live in me and anoint me to do your work here on earth. I yield to you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now carry on praying and Jesus himself will minister to you.